to the hunts to pull up chair For some shenanigans 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 So this is, um, this is our first podcast back after the oh. lockdown hiatus. How, how are you feeling? How are you going? Oh, well, you know, life has changed and I've aged enormously and my eyes have dropped a degree too. So uh, bear with me. <laughs> well, your memory's still pretty sharp, even if your eyes aren't. Well, I don't know about that. Yes, yes, you're quite right. But memory of the past is, I remember every little detail. It's all impressed upon my mind. So one of the things that we got talking about during the lockdown period and something that Melbourne was quite fascinated with uh, were the Falcons and how there was a new um, bunch of, I guess they're called chicks, um, yeah. high up above Collins Street in the nest. And yes. what actually happened was a camera was installed and so people could go onto YouTube and uh. watch these baby Falcons around the clock. And it became quite fascinating and people were posting it on Facebook and um, just a few weeks ago, I think two weeks ago, the baby falcons had their first flight. Ah, did they? Wonderful. Yes, um, when I heard the report, it took me back 60 years. Um, my br young, young, younger brother, Bob, uh, was a plumber and when he was in his early middle twenties, he was doing the roofs on the top of Collins Street. And he came, what should he discover but this falcon? Now Bob died in April, he was 84. So this goes back 60 years ago. And those, I wonder if they're descendants of the same falcon. Anyway, uh, he was fascinated by the power of this little bird and he watched it and, and uh, there were also his claim that there was an eagle up there too, a small eagle. But the power of this little bird he found unbelievable and he became a very, after that he became a very keen bird watcher and he could identify and tell you about any bird that it, it was in Australia. He was so fascinated by it. But it made me go back scrabbling into my papers where I found a poem he wrote at the time. And it says it all about this wonderful, powerful little falcon. Now I can't read it out, so I'll get Kelly to read it for you. I'll read it. Where have I got it? Let's find it and I'll read it. So here I'm going to read Uncle Bob's poem, The Peregrine Falcon. A panic-stricken rush of lesser birds, he comes speeding down the west wind, a blue-grey nemesis, aerial threat of death from sudden death and speed. A twist, a lift of sombre pinions, and he hangs motionless against the cloud's dark frame, while piercing eyes in perfect focus scan the land below laid out for his inspection. A hush pervades as weaker creatures cringe with mouths agape in fear and eyes rolled up 
they lie beneath the threat of this blue-grey perfection. And obviously people still think that the blue-grey perfection is just as menacing. Yes, and powerful. Powerful. The, powerful. the power of this little bird fascinated him up there in the skies. He would have loved the YouTube channel. He would have, yes. Seeing them there. Yes, he would have, yes. Yeah. And, uh, but 60 years, it's probably the same, same little bird's descendants. It could be, it yeah. could be. Well, if and they've been up there for 60 years, eh? Yeah. So how else are you after what's happened in Victoria? I mean, we're now at zero cases and corona-free, aren't we? Yes, uh, I, it's wonderful, it's wonderful. But I, before I was able to stumble around and go shopping on my own, it's impossible for me to do it now. Uh, probably it's just called old age, but maybe the lack of exercise, which is my fault. I should have been exercising in, in the backyard or some such place. But, um, no, uh, it's aged me terribly. But not to feel sorry. I mean, I, I'm hitting 91. How much longer? We'll need to get you to a gym. <laughs> yes. yes. No, I've got a Pilates machine up there. I'm just too lazy to do it. Well, look, I think you can be forgiven at 90 for not wanting to exercise. Oh, well. So much for that. Oh, I think there's more to say. I know that during this time there's been quite a few people asking me about how you've been going and how you've been coping and what you've oh. been doing to occupy yourself. Well, I um, have my Vision Australia discs or little machine to listen to stories. I have my large television set that... Uh, I can just see the movements. I can't see their detailed face. You don't need to see their ugly little faces, <laughs> so long as you've got the dialogue. <laughs> and uh, I play Patience, and I cook. Food is the main interest in my life, and I cook, and I cook. But only for myself, I can't cook for others, because if it goes wrong, I only have myself to blame. <laughs> So, that's my life. <laughs> and my daughter, my daughter, my lovely granddaughter, Kelly, comes and takes me shopping. And with her partner, Mel. And after we've done the shopping, we usually go and have some, go to a cafe and have something nice to eat. Well, now that we can. Yeah, that's very nice, yes. Yeah, now yes. that we can. Now that we can, yeah. And so that's my life. Very dull compared to many others, but it's the only life I've got. And uh, you do the best you can. One of the questions that someone asked me, in particular because you are coming up to 91, was what are your thoughts on death? Oh. And they also... Um, they said, oh, you know, maybe she doesn't want to talk about it. And I said, no, no, she's quite realistic about 
you know, death and dying. Um, given the fact that when you were in your 40s, you had a heart attack and technically died. Well, they, I, I, at 48, I had what they call a massive coronary. And I, I uh, went down what they call a tunnel. I don't know whether that whether that uh, it's called a near death experience, but doctors dispute that. They say it's just a a physical thing in the brain as it's closing down a bit. Uh, I don't know the full details, but anyway, uh, because of that, I have no fear of death whatsoever, and I went down a tunnel. I don't know whether you know the. Um, Alice in Wonderland tunnel. Do you remember that? Yep. And as I went down, it was the tunnel was purple, 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 beautiful purple tunnel. And at the end of it was a glowing light. Well, I'm not religious, so I didn't see Jesus. I didn't see the angels. Uh, I just went down. But there was the most wonderful feeling. I can only describe it as the lifting of gravity from the soul. I've never felt like it before or since, but it was the most wonderful, wonderful feeling of absolute freedom and flying free and no fear of anything hurting or threatening whatsoever. And I remember thinking, wow, so this is what it's all about. You work like mad all your life and you go down and that what a con. And then I thought <laughs> and then I thought to myself, Well the kids the kids were in there seventeen or eighteen, nineteen years. So well the kids are grown up, they'll be all right. I don't have to worry about them. And I just let myself float down. However, they kicked me alive with the fibrillator. Yep. Gave before you a jump start. I, yes, before I got to the Golden Knight. So here I am, and that was 42 years ago, and uh, I went back to living a normal life, back to work. Well, what did the doctors say to you at the time? What diagnosis did they give you after your heart attack? Well, they said, well, take it easy, watch what you eat. Didn't they say something like they that it was pretty touch and go? You weren't expected to oh, actually yes, live yes, all that, that long. Oh yes, that was it. You know, take it yeah. easy. You, you to, to help yourself, you must take it easy. You must um, look after yourself and uh, and just uh, do the right thing. And if you're lucky, you'll to be okay. And when I actually had it, they said uh, to all the family. Well, you better, she won't last the night. Well, it's been a long night of 42 years. <laughs> <laughs> the family came running from New South Wales everywhere to say their fond farewells to me and uh, filled them all, didn't they? Well, what's, yeah. what's your secret? Haven't any secret. You just go on doing the best you can. <laughs> 
How's that for advice? <laughs> well, look, look, I think, yes, yeah. it's good advice. Yeah. It's good advice. And I, the secret, I think, is love. Because I can remember when I was that afternoon, the love in the room was fallible. I could touch it. And then in, into the next day, even one of my customers from the shop rang and the nurses would come in and tell me, so-and-so rang, so-and-so rang. And there was love, love, love everywhere. And I think that is the secret of life. If you've got love around you and people who love you, you survive. You're supported. Mm. Sounds a bit corny, but that's the way I've looked at it. Mm. It's got you this uh, far. Yes, and as I say, the, the love in the room was unbelievable. When all the family, they all flocked into the hospital. Mm. And it was there. And and what a wonderful thing they did kick me uh, uh, starting again because I would never have known my wonderful grandchildren. My four wonderful grandchildren, three granddaughters and one grandson. And what a plus they've been in my life and what pleasure. And that's the sort of thing that keeps you going. That sort of watching them, loving them, them loving you. No big secret. L-O-V-E. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we might leave it there then. Yes. What okay. do you think? Yeah, just, as, has this all been recording, has it? Yeah. Oh, well. Yep, there you go. Such is, such is life, as they say. So there we go, uh, our first episode back. We'll leave it there uh, and we'll talk to you soon. But it certainly is good to be back and able to be in the same room to do this. Yes, indeed. And see a face without a mask on. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Know that they're smiling or, or whether they're snarling. <laughs> <laughs> so... We'll talk to you soon. We hope that everybody is well and has been well. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to leave some on our Facebook or Instagram. Bye. Are you going to say goodbye? Oh, well, goodbye till the next time. I've got lots of stories to tell you. <laughs>